Hey guys, it's Chris here, and thank you so much for listening to episode two of Movies Are My Vice. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, or a couple of days ago's episode. I'm bringing this one a bit early because I went and saw one of the best cinema experiences I've had since Star Wars The Force Awakens. That movie is 10 Cloverfield Lane. I was blown away by this, and I had to get my thoughts down and let everyone know that it is so good and you have to go see it before it gets on DVD. You have to go to the movie theater to experience it. It is just amazing. Also on the show, we're going to go through the Captain America Civil War trailer. Now, I'm not a big Marvel guy. I'm not a huge fan of their movies. They're fun. I'm, I'm not bagging them out as terrible movies. They're just not my cup of tea. I'm a Superman fan, a Batman fan. I like that universe, that more dark adult world than the bright, colorful Marvel world. They're still fun, don't get me wrong, but they're they're just not for me. But we will go through that trailer. I'll try to keep my criticisms very light on on that trailer. Next week, won't have a review in the show due to the fact that the only movies coming out next week are London Has Fallen and Zootopia. Now, London Has Fallen does not interest me at all, and I've not seen Olympus Has Fallen. It it just doesn't interest me. I don't care to see it. If I do go to see it, I might review it. But I don't see that happening. And the other movie is, is Zootopia. And I do enjoy a good 3D animated motion picture. Especially uh, Pixar style. Or even now this new Disney animation studio. Which is headed by John Lasseter. The guy that used to run Pixar. And I've heard great things. But I'm just not... I think I might save the money next week. And just wait for Batman versus Superman, March 24th. Got my tickets already. I'm so pumped for this movie. And in celebration of that sh- of that movie, I will do a retrospective show next week covering all the Superman movies to this date and all the Batman movies to this date. Uh, and I hope you'll come back and listen to that. And again, the week after that will be Batman versus Superman. And I can already tell you I'm going to love it. I, I will have my blinkers on. I won't won't see any of the flaws. So I will not do a review. A review. Uh, there's no point because I'll love it too much. It'll take me probably six months down the track for me to go, oh, yeah, that was pretty crappy. Oh, yeah, that should have been. So I'm not going to do a review on Batman vs. Superman. I'm just going to tell you how much I loved it, which is going to be a lot because I love Man of Steel and I'm a huge Superman fanboy. Now... Thank you to everyone that listened the other day. I loved all your feedback. There weren't many of you, but again, this is my second episode now, and I haven't really shared it a lot. It's only been on my Facebook page, on SoundCloud, and I do have it on iTunes. I I don't know how many people have listened to it on iTunes. I'm guessing not very many. Usually, myself included as a podcaster, I won't listen to a show unless it's sort of established a bit. There's no point me going, oh, there's only one episode. Oh, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. I'm not going to really go and listen to that show. I need to get a few more shows under my belt, get a routine going, get my uh, my essence or personality on this show going for people to actually really listen. So, you know, bear with me if you're going to be a regular listener, mainly my family and friends. Uh, I will get a bit better and hopefully I'll get some randos some randoms to listen and send me some tweets and some emails. And if that happens, I'll answer some emails on the show. Now, Captain America Civil War. 
I loved... No, let's back it up. I don't love. I liked Captain America Winter Soldier. It was really enjoyable, really well done, and probably my favourite Marvel movie to date. So, Captain America Civil War is coming out on April 24th, a month after Batman vs. Superman. Another versus movie. This time, it's Captain America against Iron Man. And you're probably going, why is Captain America versing Iron Man? Because Captain America believes in justice. Iron Man believes in justice, but he believes that heroes need to be accountable for their actions. There's been a lot of damage done in these movies, and Batman and Superman versus Superman will touch on that, and I'll get onto that next week. I won't talk about that this week. But in this, it's a main point of the trailer. Iron Man's joined the government and said, look, okay, we need to be held accountable for our actions. And Captain America's like, no, the people have a right to help others and not be, oh, what's the word, bogged down by government restrictions. I don't know exactly what Captain America's fighting. Is that bad? All I know is in the trailer, there's a thing called the Sokovia Accord, which apparently is due to last year's movie, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, where this fictional nation of Sokovia gets utterly destroyed. And this is like the precursor to this movie. And Captain America doesn't want his friend, Bucky, to be targeted for crimes against the government or the UN or something like that. And he's helping Bucky. And Iron Man's like, hold on. We're heroes. We're not supposed to be helping vigilantes. We're not vigilantes. We're saving people. And and Captain America is, well, Bucky's my friend. And, and there's the scene in the last trailer where Iron Man goes, well, I thought I was your friend. So that's the basis of the movie from what I gather from the trailers. I'm not a huge Marvel fanboy. I've never read the comics to know what's going on. But that's what I get from the trailer. So in the trailer, I'm going to scrubble, scrubble through. We have our teams of Iron Man. What's his name? War Machine. War Machine. That's the other Iron Man looking dude. War Machine. Black Panther looks really cool, but he's just a... Another helmeted, black-suited hero that happens to be African-American. Okay, cool. Uh, Scar- um, not Scarlet Witch. Black Widow, played by Scarlett Johansson. Very confusing to have a similar name. The Vision is also on Iron Man's side. Vision, of course, was Iron Man's computer. And on Captain America's side, we have Captain America, of course. Bucky, which is the Winter Soldier. That's his real name. The Scarlet Witch. Falcon, Ant-Man, and Hawkeye. So, they're the teams fighting each other in a car park, a parking lot. Wow. Looks cool in a parking lot. It I, The look just doesn't has never grabbed me with these movies. They look like TV shows with a huge budget, especially with the episodic format of their movies and shows. The big surprise, the big reveal in this trailer is the appearance of Spider-Man. Spider-Man is on Iron Man's team. And he doesn't look... He looks cool, but he doesn't... He's not my... Maybe I'm used to the other movie Spider-Mans, but this one looks very cartoonish. Very cartoonish. But um, I think that's 
to make him emote more. The other suits that they had in the other movies, the eyes were very static and big, and he just heard him talk, being a wise ass. In this one, now his eyes can express and emote, which is kind of cool, but I just didn't like the look of the suit. It's very, very cartoonish. But who knows? It might it might warm up on me. I've only seen the trailer a couple of times. But yeah, Spider-Man's in the movie, and you go, oh, cool, Spider-Man's in it now. Yeah, it is very cool. It, Spider-Man is one of my favorite characters. I love Spider-Man because I used to watch him every morning on Cheese TV, as well as X-Men. I love the X-Men. So I'm, I'm glad to have someone I can relate to now as, as being a fan of that character. I've never been a, ca- a fan of Iron Man, Captain America, Ant-Man, Hawkeye, War Machine, Black Panther, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, Vision. I had no idea about these people at all. They're just randos. Spider-Man, I actually was a fan of when I was a kid. I had this Spider-Man computer game I used to play. It was brilliant. I loved it. He's probably number three on my fan list. It goes Superman, Batman, and then Spider-Man. I just like the character. I think he's really, really cool. And that alone has me interested in this movie. I could care less about Iron Man versus Captain America and their whole thing it's avengers 2.5 it really does look like that it's just thor and hulk have gone to take a holiday and everyone else is just having a little tiff in the car park you know there was a big argument during the office christmas party and they go and fight it out in the car park and spider-man comes in and say how you going guys what are you guys fighting about that that's no that's unfair that but that's that's what i get from this trailer that's what it looks like to me i i've got no other real opinion on the trailer, the things in this trailer we've seen in the last trailer, I just don't care. I don't care about the story that they have built up so far in this universe. You know, the first couple of movies were building up to the Avengers, great, and then the next couple of movies were okay, but you watch Iron Man 3 and you go, okay, where are the Avengers? Why aren't they helping? You watch Captain America Winter Soldier, where are the Avengers? Why aren't they helping? We just had a movie going on, like, like they, they were versing the, the dudes and the Loki, and, and why aren't they coming over to help? It's, I, I don't know, I just, I can't do Marvel movies at all. Age of Ultron was not a good film. Not a good film, I didn't enjoy it at all. So, I've got very low expectations for this. Um, and and um, that's not a bad thing. Maybe my expectations will actually be you know, exceeded when I see this movie. But I have a lot of fanboy bias. I am such a Superman fan that I like that world and that universe so much more that maybe I'm just like poo-pooing on this other universe of superheroes because I have so much love for Superman and that world. So we'll wait and see. The the inclusion of Spider-Man was really great. Other than that, it's just, yeah, a fight in the car park. That's really what it looks like in the trailer. Their big stash, like the coming together, boom, moment is in a car park. Cool. You could say, oh, but, you know, Batman, Superman, they're fighting against each other in like a, you know, a rundown, dilapidated area of the city in the rain. Yeah, it looks freaking cool. Zack Snyder knows how to make a movie look amazing. And that's probably where Batman and Superman is going to fall down. He can't tell a story as well as other directors can but we'll wait and see but i don't really care because i love i'll watch anything superman anyway 
I thought he did tell a great story in Man of Steel as much as people didn't like the story of Man of Steel. Although people had a bias, again, people have biases. They had a bias because of their love of the Richard Donner 1970s movies with Christopher Reeve. But they're corny as hell. They're very, very corny. You even read the comics from that, that era and they're nothing like that. They're very serious um, stories. You know, it was made that way to, to appeal to a, a grander audience. Lex Luthor was never that comical. And also back in the day, you couldn't do the special effects and that you could fight a doomsday who, yes, true, wasn't created, but Brainiac was. You, to have Superman fight Brainiac back in the 70s would have been unheard of and just wouldn't have done. So what's Superman fighting? He's fighting a missile and Lex Luthor. Cool. You know, it's just, you know, there have been better Superman stories and, and those original ones, while cool, aren't the best. And that's why I like Man of Steel. It's actually finally Superman doing something Supermanish. But completely off topic. We were talking about Captain America's Civil War. Again, next week I'll go through all my Superman stuff. Now, last night, I went and saw a movie. Mm-hmm. And it was called 10 Cloverfield Lane. This movie came out of nowhere. No one had even heard about it. It had no IMDb page. It had no cast. It had no director. It was non-existent. And then it dropped. The trailer and the poster dropped. I can't remember what date it was, but it was around October, November. And everyone's going, what the hell is this movie? Cloverfield? Is this connected to the movie Cloverfield? In a way it is, but it's, it's a blood relative. It's like it's second cousin. It's just using the setting of Cloverfield, but it has nothing to do with the characters or even the Cloverfield monster itself. It's it, it's connected to that universe and that world. Now, this movie, I, as I, I, this, I, tw- I tweeted about this last night, was the best cinema-going experience I've had since Star Wars The Force Awakened. I've seen a lot of movies this year. You, you guys know this. I go every week to see a movie, and this was the most... Wow, like I, last week I described Triple Nine and it's tense. This again was another tense movie, and I'll explain why in a second. But this movie and the people that I was watching it with, strangers, but the people around me all experienced the same feelings that I experienced watching the movie. The audible gasps that I could hear from other people in tense, brutal moments, where where it just made the film even better. Now, this movie is an Alfred Hitchcock movie. This movie is a thriller of the old school variety. Think Psycho, think uh, Rear Window. Rear Window? Is that the one with um, Jimmy Stewart? It must be Rear Window. Think of those, those tense thrillers, very little cast, set in one position, and, and, and it... It's almost a character study of what happens when you're trapped with a psycho. Or is he a psycho? That's the questions this movie asks. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is our main character. She's our protagonist. Now, she left her boyfriend and is driving. We don't know where, but she's driving. All of a sudden... Bang! Car gets hit and gets knocked over into the shoulder. 
over the railing into bushland. It was so loud in the theatre, and then silence. The titles came up. The car rolls. Loud, loud, bang, bang, bang. Silence again. Directed by Dan Trachtenberg. We then come out of black into looks like a little jail cell. She has a broken leg and she is handcuffed to a pipe. And I walked into this going, this is a Cloverfield movie. It's supposed to be aliens. Why is she in the Saw dungeon? It was like, what is going on? Then comes John Goodman. My God, what an actor. He was incredible in this film. He played menacing, kind, uh, what's the other word for, just insane. He was insane. And he played it, he pulled it off so well. Mary Elizabeth Winstead was also a terrific female lead. And the third player in this movie, John Gallagher, he was great as well. But he got overshone, that's not a word, he got overacted by John Goodman. My God, he was just incredible. Now, um, that's as much as you're going to get for story. You need to know as little going into this movie as possible. It is just phenomenal. The tension that is built in this movie. If I say anything more, you're going expecting stuff. I have to leave it at that. John Goodman is incredible. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is incredible. John Gallagher was really good. And it's just those three guys and girl, sorry, two guys and a girl, in a bunker. Why are they in the bunker? Is it a rape dungeon? Who knows? You have to go and watch it and see for yourself. If I tell you any more, it's going to spoil the surprise. And it was just damn good. Of course, this is my opinion. And you could go and see this and think that was just slow drivel. The ending was meh. The middle was meh. John Goodman was meh. That's cool. But to me, I have not had a moment in the theatre quite like that since Star Wars. And looking back on Star Wars, the story sort of actually falters. But at the moment, that first cinema-going experience in the, the B-Max theatre, midnight on December 17th, was incredible. I had a similar experience watching this film in a half-empty theatre as I did with Star Wars because the story was really good and the acting was really good. And the directing by first-time director Dan Trachtenberg was really good. The tension in this film was phenomenal. This is an old-school thriller. And if you like any of those Hitchcock movies, you will like this film. That's as much as you're going to get from me. Just go and see it. I'm not going to give it a score. I couldn't be bothered giving scores anymore. I'm just going to give thoughts. And you can tell by my enthusiasm that it's a high score if I was to score it. So go and see it. Please go and see it. This currently, right now, let me bring it up, has 
a 92% certified fresh rating from Rotten Tomatoes and a 98% from the viewers. That is incredible. It will adjust for, you know, people see it and go, mm, but there has been very little, if any, bad reviews for this film. It is just, it just knocked it out of the park. John Goodman is so damn good. I'm, when I see him now, I'm not going to think of Sully from Monsters, Inc., which is what usually what you think of John. You hear that voice or the guy from Roseanne. I'm going to think of this insane dude from 10 Cloverfield Lane. You should check it out. You don't have to have seen Cloverfield. It's literally just a spiritual successor. It's a blood relative. It's a distant cousin. You don't have to watch that story to know what's going on in this film. You just have to go see this movie. If if, if it gets to the point where you go, what am I going to go see? Are you going to see this or Grimsby? If you're going to see Grimsby, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. You have to go see 10 Cloverfield Lane. It was just that good. Maybe I'm hyping it up too much, but I I loved it. I loved it as much as I hated Gods of Egypt, and I hated Gods of Egypt so very much. I loved this film. Okay, that's about 20 minutes worth of me jabbering on again. Thanks for listening. Again, any comments and questions, let me know at Movies Are My Vice on Twitter or at, at Mainly85 on Twitter. I won't give out the email because I'm thinking of changing the email address. So if you want to get me... Get me on Twitter, or if you're a friend, get me on Facebook. That's cool. And next week will be a retrospective on Batman and Superman, so look forward to that. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you next time. Bye.